there's a lot of FUD going on around FTX and the FTT token. And if you look at the FTT token price right now, it's being heavily defended above the $22 level. And that's a very, very key level, which we're going to talk about in the show. So what we're going to do in this show is an un it's an unscheduled stream. What we're going to do is we're going to break down the FUD on FTX. We're going to look at the attack. Or is it an attack that CZ Binance has made on FTX? And we're going to look at what the motives, what the motives may be, and then we'll decide whether it's a buying opportunity on the FTX token or whether you should withdraw your money from the exchange and get the hell out. That's what we're going to be doing about doing the show. So it's an unscheduled stream, and if you're with us, get out of bed, guys, and let's do this. Out of bed, bitch, go. Get up, get up, and then they got go through. Gotta wake up, gotta wake up, bitch, get up. Get up, get up. Get up. Listen, it's one o'clock in the morning where I am. I'm sick as a dog. I wasn't going to bring you a stream, but here I am bringing you crypto love and crypto wisdom. And the reason why I'm doing that is because there's something big going on in the markets. One of the biggest events that's happened in a long, long, long time. And I thought if I didn't go live and keep you guys updated and keep you guys safe in these times, I wouldn't be doing what I'm supposed to be doing for our community. So listen, if you're here, thank you for being here. Smash the like button. Let everybody know that we're here. Uh, and also subscribe to our channel because this is where we bring you crypto love and crypto wisdom. And hit the bell notification because if you hit the bell notification, then you'll know when we're coming to do these unscheduled stream, uh, these unscheduled streams with you guys and uh, bringing you news that I guess... Um, is breaking at this time. It's uh, one o'clock in the morning here, in or twelve thirty-five in the morning in Lisbon, and here we are bringing you news. And the news actually started much earlier today, and the news is all around FTX, the FTT token, CZ Binance, and and a whole lot of things. So you subscribe to the channel. Uh, I'll bring you the best coverage that we can. Remember that this is a breaking story, so new details are coming out while we're here. In fact, I'm actually going to open. We have a research group with all our analysts here at Banter. I'm going to leave that research group open here just in case new stuff comes in. Um, new yeah, just in case new stuff comes in while we're live. Uh, I'm going to have it live for you. But otherwise, I'm counting on you guys. I'm counting on you guys to do it. I'm counting on you guys to bring everybody else here. So let's have a look at what's happening and how it all started. What's happening now is that the FTX token is being heavily defended at the $22 level. So if you look at the FTT token, it was at about $25 or $26, and then something happened, and the price started to come down sharply. And as you can see, it's being defended very, very, very heavily at this $22 level. So let's look at what happened and where it all started. It all started about a week ago, where, uh, if, if, where the, S, the Alameda Research uh, balance sheet was, was leaked. It was leaked through one of the other press outlets, and there were many reports in the market that that is what the FTX, or, uh, sorry, the Alameda balance sheet looks like. And if you look at this, what effectively it says is that um, Alameda have 14.6 billion dollars worth of assets. This is the breakdown of the assets. What you'll notice here, though, is that of the break in the breakdown of the assets, they've got 
3.6 billion of unlocked FTT and 2.16 billion of FTT collateral. Now, the interesting part there is if you go to CoinMarketCap, and this is the first, this is where you get the first clue. So if you go to CoinMarketCap and you look for the circulating supply of FTT, so let's go to FTT and you can see this for yourselves. If you look at the FTX token, which is called FTT, and you look at the circulating supply, um, the, 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 the fully diluted market cap is about $7.86 billion. Uh, and the, uh, I, see, I think they've, rem oh, sorry, so they've removed it now. But the circulating supply wasn't as high as what FTX and FT, uh, had in the FTT. So this is how the story progresses. First, the balance sheet gets, pub uh, gets leaked. Then Dylan Leclerc looks at this balance sheet and says, hold on a second, there's a little bit of a mismatch in this balance sheet. And the mismatch on the balance sheet is that FTX has $14 billion worth of assets, but they've also got $8 billion of liabilities. And if you look at the FTX assets, the FTX assets are illiquid. So if you look at what they're holding, they are uh, tied to illiquid uh, altcoins. And he says, for those unaware, FTT token is issued by FTX for discounts in the FTXE. The total market cap of FTT is about $3.35 billion. And the fully diluted market cap is $8.8 billion, which means that at this point, FTX was holding more FTT than the fully diluted holdings, which kind of sounds, that was the first sign that, that something was, was pretty much fishy. The next thing he says is that you couldn't sell $1 million of this thing without pushing the market significantly lower because the only buyers are actually FTX because no one actually wants to buy the FTT tokens. We don't have insight into what the liabilities are denominated in. It is, if it's primarily USD, Alameda is in deep trouble. The asset side of their balance sheet is entirely illiquid. If its loans are denominated in crypto, it's better, but still not great. We don't know what Alameda was a debt. We, we do know that Alameda was a debtor to Voyager at the time of the three arrows capital bankruptcy to the tune of $370 million. Just how much US dollar denominated liabilities we have, we still don't know how, many, how much they got. Basically, he says, it's not looking good, folks. FTX and Alameda uh, puffed out their feathers in a big way at the bottom of the summer deleveraging. Were they really just swimming naked this entire time? I don't know, but these questions deserve to be asked. And he raised the flag that maybe, maybe Alameda was actually insolvent. Or not insolvent, but holding illiquid assets. And the problem with holding illiquid assets is that if you, if you use the illiquid asset as a collateral and it gets caused, you, it gets called you can't sell the token and get the liquidity that you need to repay your loan. So that's the problem. So that's how it all started last week. Then earlier today, we saw this alert. And the alert was that a certain whale had moved about 23 million FTT tokens into Binance. So the price, as you can see, was trading at about 25 or $26 over here. And then all of a sudden, there was this movement in the market where a whale bought, uh, deposited 20, uh, 23 million FTT, about $500 million worth of FTT to Binance in one transaction. Who could that big bell be? Well, a little bit of research shows that actually the whale that transferred the money onto the, on the FTT onto Binance was actually CZ Binance himself. And he admitted this. He says, look, those of you who don't know, CZ Binance uh, or Binance was, was an investor in FTX a long time ago. They invested in FTX, FTX grew, and eventually at a point about a year ago, or just over a year ago, Binance actually exited their stake from FTX. And what CZ Binance said, he said, look, as part of Binance's exit from FTX last year, we received roughly $2.1 billion 
USD equivalent in cash and FTT. Due to the recent revelations that have come to light, we have decided to liquidate any remaining FTT on our books. We will try and do so in a way that minimizes the market impact due to market conditions and limited liquidity. We expect this to take a few months to complete. Binance always encourages collaboration between industry players, regardless of any speculation as to whether this is a move against a competitor. It's not. Our industry is in its nascency, and every time projects fails publicly, it hurts users on every platform. We, we typically hold tokens for a long term, and we have held on to this token for long enough. We stay transparent with our actions. So he confirmed that he was actually the big whale that deposited $500 million worth of FTT onto Binance to start selling. And indeed, he confirmed the actual transaction. Here is the actual transaction here. Then what happens it is it, it becomes kind of juicy. Because up until this point, we see that there's no real uh, beef between these two guys. It's just a normal sell of a transaction. And CZ says, look, you know, it's time for us to exit. We just want to exit due to recent revelations. Who knows what those recent revelations are? Maybe it's around lobbying. Maybe it's around stability of the exchange. Maybe it's around the liquidity. But someone at Binance decided that it is time to sell the FTT token. And they didn't do it slowly. They did it all at once, putting half a billion dollars on the exchange, which was super deliberate. That is deliberate. Putting half a billion dollars of a token onto an exchange in one transaction is deliberate. It's not a, a slow liquidation. All right, so what happens next? Well, Binance start to sell these, uh, the, the tokens. And that brings the token price down all the way down to about $22, $23, as you can see. In fact, it even spiked down below. You can see on that spike, it went to $21.27, and it went all the way back up. Cool. At that point, the CEO of Alameda Research, you'll remember that we had Sam Trabuco, who was the CEO, the joint CEO, but he left, and he handed over the reins to this lady called Caroline, Caroline Capital. She sends CZ a tweet, and she says, hey, CZ, if you're looking to minimize the market impact of your FTT sales, Alameda will happily buy from you at $22. What is this thing about $22? Why did she say $22? Why didn't she say $21? Why didn't she say $20? Why didn't she say $18? This is where it gets really, really juicy. So as Dylan Leclerc says, I wish I could get rid of this market info that keeps displaying him. So Dylan Leclerc says, CZ chooses blood. It looks highly probable that Alameda has loans which are collateralized with FTT. And of these... Uh, sorry, of which they own the vast majority of. CZ is responding by unloading all of Binance's stake in one shot to create panic. Why would he do that? Because he wants to force these liquidations or potentially because he wants to force liquidations. Ask yourself why Alameda has an interest in not letting the mark go below this $22 level. Because remember, this is the level that this Caroline lady said that she wants to protect. And you can see that or, or, or the, the, what we think is we think that they are leveraged and at the point of $22, if we go under $22, they start getting market calls. It's almost like using your own native exchange token, of which you have over 50% of the circulating supply, to borrow in a collateralized fashion. When you are the only natural buyer in the market maker, it's almost a, it, is a, it is a terrible idea. Also, if you look technically at this $22 level, you can see that that is the last, last, last major resistance. And after that, it basically goes down to zero on, from a technical level. And so Dylan Leclerc says, the apparent show of strength reeks of desperation. The 22 level seems oddly specific, doesn't it? Steady lads deploying more capital, and that's exactly what's happening here. They, they are trying their best to try and defend this $22, this $22 level, and they, 
They've, they've managed to so far, although it has come down for a little bit every now and then. Okay, what you can also see that's happening right now is that there is a lot of open interest, a lot of trade happening on FTX and a lot of aggregated open interest. What does that mean? It means that people are aping into futures on this thing. And we'll talk about what that means in a second. Um, so CZ knows all it takes is a fat finger to sell the order around $22 and things get really, really interesting. I literally can't believe that Caroline tweeted out the exact $22 level because that is a 22-month support. And once we go below that 22-month support, then there's a big problem. All right, so that is um, uh, what's happening. And as Dylan Leclerc says quite correctly, he says, look, what's the best case here for Alameda? You're so, you, you deploy your entire war chest that where you'd get margin calls and you're successful to defend a speculative attack. Now what? You own more of your own token. So what CZ is actually forced them to do is it's forced, he's forced FTX to start buying up their own token and use up their whole treasury to buy back their own token. So that's uh, effectively what's happening. Now, the question is, is this a coordinated attack by CZ? Or is this all coincidental? That's what you guys should be asking yourselves in the back of your minds while I bring you guys some more information. I then got contacted on Twitter, or more correctly, so I contacted this guy on Twitter, and we started speaking. And there is a theory here that what FTX were doing was, this is, this is quite smart. So what they were doing is, FTX was creating FTT tokens. They were giving the FTT tokens to Alameda. Alameda was using... Uh, uh, FTX tokens, FTT tokens, to leverage in other transactions. And so they were creating money out of thin air. So FTX was printing FTT tokens, giving the FTT tokens to Alameda. Alameda was taking those FTT tokens and leveraging them up against transactions. And they were rinsing and repeating, rinsing and repeating, rinsing and repeating. And that's how they created so much money to be able to buy all these, these companies while everything was collapsing. They were literally, according to this, using their own tokens, printing more of their own tokens, giving it to Alameda, Alameda would leverage against those tokens or use those tokens as collateral, and they would um, uh, uh, keep buying things uh, and just keep growing and growing and growing. Now, the question is, is this all hot air? Was this whole FTX empire just built on hot air and token printing? And a lot of people actually believe this. So, so um, I mentioned you've got uh, Dylan Leclerc. I, I speculated earlier and I tweeted, I said, I think CZ Binance played his hand very smart because he sold the stake in FTX over a year ago. And he had, he's been holding those tokens for over a year. And if you look at the tokens for the last year, there've been many cool opportunities for CZ to get out. I mean, he could have got out of FTX anywhere here, even as high as $88, but he didn't. He held it all the way until today. Was he looking for the opportunity to give SBF the knockout punch. When he saw this and he saw that they were leveraged and he saw that their balance sheet was weak, is that a way to deliver a knockout punch? And that's what I asked. I said, now that Alameda is over leveraged against FTT stake, he dumps the tokens and does max damage. Now, CZ responded and he said, you're way smarter than me, bro. I don't think that much, but I think he's way smarter than me. In fact, I know he's way smarter than me because I don't own Binance. He does. Then Caroline comes out. Caroline comes out and she says, uh, a few notes on the balance sheet that have been circulating. The balance sheet is a subset of our corporate entities. We have over 10 billion in assets that aren't reflected there. The balance sheet breaks out a few of our biggest long positions. We, have, we obviously have hedges that are listed against them. Given the tightening in the crypto credit space this year, we've returned most of our loans by now. So she came out trying to, to defend the balance sheet. And yeah, that's what's happening. 
So here's that theory that I spoke to. And this is the, 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 the person that I spoke to on Twitter. He says, look, what FTX were doing was they were playing stupid games to win stupid prices. FTX was printing FTT out of thin air. FTX was lending the FTT to Alameda Research. Alameda Research borrows US dollar against the FTT. Okay. And once they've got the US dollars, they go and do all these acquisitions. Alameda sends USD stables to FTX, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. It was almost like they had, if this is correct, their own money printing machine uh, 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 going on. Now, the question is, can they keep defending this level? Because if they are indeed leveraged, as Dylan Leclerc speculates, and the $22 level does get broken, what actually happens? Are there mass liquidations that, that could go on? Could this cause a, a collapse in the FTT token? Well, we don't know. We don't have the information, but the speculation is that they've got to be defending this level in the token. And you can see that they are. So you can see right now that they are defending. The stable, the stable reserve has reached uh, a year low. That was as of a couple of hours ago. You can also see that there are a whole lot of wallets. Let me look for, for the information here. So there's tons of wallets that are seemingly associated with Alameda pulling stables out of everywhere, trying to defend this. And they are replenishing and replenishing and replenishing. Here, the main FTX addresses were down to very low amounts, and they just kept getting refreshed and refreshed and refreshed. So it's almost like they are replenishing the wallets, and they're trying their best to keep defending this $22 level. So Adam Cochran says the main FTX wallet had $90 of USDC before being refilled. Their second, secondary wallet had $800 of USDC. Money flying in from on-chain swaps and addresses labeled fund, but shouldn't, be, uh, shouldn't that be in their cold wallet somewhere? A few million came flying back and the origin address named fund. So he's following the, he's following the money and he's basically saying, look, the money is, is being uh, replenished and replenished and replenished uh, to keep defending this $22 level, and you can see we're getting very, very close to $22 level. Now it's at $2209, which is, I mean, we'll keep watching it. Let's keep watching that. Let's keep watching that together. Um, it also, I mean, it later emerged that it's actually not all, all love uh, between SPF and, and CZ. And we've picked up undertones of this, like not the best relationship. If you remember when uh, BitBoy was taking on SPF, Sam said something like, well, you're affiliated with Binance or, or Nance or something like that. And then you could pick up undertones that the two weren't very happy with each other. And then this happened. And this is, this is I think, uh, where we get confirmation that this may actually be a bit more than we just thought. Uh, let me just find you that tweet. Okay, here we go. So here, here's the first thing. It says, liquidating our FTT is just post-exit risk management, learning from Luna. We gave support before, but we won't pretend to make love after divorce. We are not against anyone, but we won't support people who lobby against other industry players behind our backs onwards. And so this now all comes out. We've seen that SBF has been lobbying in crypto and the whole of, the, and the whole of crypto turned against him when we could see that what he was lobbying for wasn't the ethos of crypto. He was lobbying for more regulation, for more KYCs, for, for DeFi uh, uh, front ends to be, to be uh, regulated in, in the United States, which is absurd. And he was taken on by, by Eric Voorhees uh, on the Bankless podcast and was taken on, on Twitter by a lot of people, including BitBoy. Uh, and I guess what CZ has just confirmed is that the reason why they're doing this is, well, A, because they obviously think that there's a risk, but B, because... 
it looks like something happened. He says, we won't support people who lobby against other industry players behind their back. Now, that could be other industry players, meaning CZ, or just the industry as a whole. And so it feels like it's an attack by CZ to say, you know what, if you want to lobby in such a way that you exclude other people, that you make DeFi uh, uh, more regulated, if you're going to lobby and spend all your money lobbying to get legislation to benefit you instead of being be benefiting the industry, well, then I'm going to attack. And I'm going to wait for your balance sheet to be super low. And, if, and when, I, when your balance sheet is super low and illiquid, then I'm going to drop a bomb. And that could be what happened. Uh, and that's, that, that's pretty much what we saw here. And now there's rumors of FTX and Alameda bankruptcy going around everywhere. Uh, Carl the Moon tweeted, but hundreds of people have tweeted. This article came out, which said, can FTX and Alameda be the next big crypto insolvency? More, even CoffeeZilla jumped onto the bandwagon and said, is Alameda research insolvent? More great work from the same guy who called out Celsius. So this guy, this dirty bubble media is the same person that called, called out Celsius before Celsius collapsed. And he says FTX might be insolvent, not because, not because the exchange isn't making money, but they could be insolvent because they invested in projects which they can't sell. And they could be leveraged against those projects. Now, people are telling me in the chat to look at BNB. Let's quickly go look at BNB. Let's look at that. I mean, it could be, okay, so BNB, BNB is only down 1%. BNB is, is doing good. Uh, it's FTX or FTT that you've got to worry about. Um, yeah, and uh, Solana is hurting, but that's because I think all altcoins are hurting because when the two wealthiest exchange owners in the industry start to fight against each other, well, you know that there's going to be uh, th that the market's going to come down and the market's going to react uh, to, to that. So that is effectively where we are. Um, you can see there's a whole lot of, of evidence here that FTX are replacing the wallet. SBF has come out in the last couple of hours and he said, a huge thank you to everyone who has supported us. We're excited to keep climbing together and especially to those who stay level-headed during crazy times. We deeply appreciate it. A bunch of unfound rumors have been circulating. You can see this tweet from Caroline. FTX keeps audited financials and though it slows us down, keeps uh, sometimes keep, sometimes on product, we're highly regulated. We already processed billions of dollars in deposits and withdrawals today, and we'll keep going, taking up anti-spam checks, uh, blah, blah, blah. We're hitting node capacity. We'll keep going. That's because a ton of people are starting to withdraw their money uh, from FTX. And in the end, you should do what you want to do and trade wherever you want. We're grateful for those who stay. And when this blows over, we'll welcome everybody else back. As always, a huge thank you to our supporters and everyone else. Uh, as well, as long as they keep building and moving the industry forward, we'll keep building too. Now, the question is, if you've got money on FTX, should you take your money out of FTX? Well, what's the upside of keeping money in an exchange? And specifically an exchange where there is FUD. There's probably a 1% chance that FTX will go under, maybe less. But with that in mind, why would you want to keep your money in an exchange and take the risk if you don't have to and if you do have options? It just doesn't make sense. If you've got options, take your money off the exchange and put your money somewhere else. Put it onto another exchange. Put it onto a thing. Don't take unnecessary chances. You have a certain limited amount of money. You don't want to risk your money. You have a hundred other places where you can park your money. Why would you want to park your money on an exchange where there is FUD? Probably there's nothing wrong with the exchange. Probably the exchange isn't going to go insolvent. Probably. In all probability, that's what's going to happen. But what if it does? Let's just play out that 1% chance, the 0.1% chance, the 0.001% chance that the exchange does go insolvent. 
Do you want to be the guy that said, well, I, I heard the noise, I had money on the exchange, and I didn't take my money out? Is that, is that where you want to be? I don't know if that's where I want to be. So what I did, I took my money off the exchange. Or any money that I had in FTX, even if it was small amounts, I took my money off the exchange. And for now, they are processing withdrawals so you can get your money out. Now, again, I'm not spreading FUD. I don't have any facts. And I don't think that FTX is going to go insolvent or close down. But even if there's a 1% chance, seriously, why would you want to keep your money in exchange? Put it onto a cold wallet. Put it onto a software wallet. Put it onto into, into another exchange. Why be in a place where you risk your money unnecessarily? If you didn't have options, then I'd say, don't do it. But you've got options. There's hundreds of exchanges. I mean, I hate to show you a Bybit link, but there's no photo around Bybit. Binance, all the other exchanges. So for me, the safest move was to get the money out of the exchange. I did that. Um, I did that. And now I'm watching what's going on. I've got no interest in FTX whatsoever. In fact, this is what I'm doing. I'm looking at the FTT price. And I'm watching them defend the $22 level. And for me, this, you've got to have big balls. You've got to have huge balls. But this is a trading range. Okay, this is a trading range. As soon as the, the $22 mark is hit, we go back up. We go back up to $22.50. And then we go down. Let's look at the one-hour chart. So let's quickly spread out the one-hour chart. Okay, so that's the one-hour chart. In fact, let's go even less. Let's go into the 15-minute chart, and maybe we can get a better view of the 15-minute chart there. So you can see it's been hovering around the 23 and 22, and every time it goes below 22, it gets bought up. So if you're an absolute degen, if you're an absolute degen, uh, and you wanted to protect yourself, then do that. I'm going to open a window here because it's boiling in here. One, one second. <clears throat> Yeah, there we go. So that's what's going on, guys. You heard it here. You heard it first. As I say, this is none of this is verified. I don't have any facts barring what I've showed you guys in the, the tweets. What I'm telling you now is not financial advice. In fact, the only financial advice is don't keep money on exchange, on any exchange, not just FTX, if you don't need to, because you never know when that money is going to be taking, um, when, that might, when, when something could go wrong on the exchange. In terms of a trading opportunity, uh, there is a trading opportunity here, if you've got, but you've got to be serious, Dejan. If you think that FTX will come out of this, so there's an interesting take here by, um, by Will Clemente. And what he, what he shows here is he says, the future's open interest on FTT is mooning as Dejan's piling to speculate on the, on the FUD of SBF. Now, if, uh, so he says, I have no opinion on the state of Alameda's solvency and I'm not trading this, just observing, but, 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 but. If this FUD gets cleared up, these shorts are going to get absolutely wrecked. So what you've got to do now is you've got to take a position and say, look, you either think that FTX is going to come out of this, in which case you could buy the token at around $22, or you think it's going to collapse, in which case you could short the token. It's up to you. I wonder what I'll be doing. I think I'm going to bet on the fact that FTX will actually be be uh, be able to survive this attack and if they do well then a good place to be is actually to buy this token you see like now this token now is is at 22 dollars i have a feeling that they're going to defend it at this 22 dollar mark so what i'm going to do is i'm going to go to okay so let's let's watch it for a second 22 dollars 21.98 it's coming down i think what we'll do now is we'll actually take a position together 
it's part of the trading competition. I'm doing pretty well in the trading competition. Although I did get smashed earlier exactly on FTX. Uh, currently in the trading competition, I'm coming 15th. I've got 157% return. Uh, I'm coming 15th. The only thing is that Sheldino Tentino has crept up into number four. He took one trade on Solana and he crept up into the number four spot. So let's decide if you want to maybe do a, a quick trade together. Uh, I'm not telling you guys to do this because, as I said, I'm, I'm going full DJ here. But at $22, I'm actually going to buy. Let's see if they can defend this peg. This reminds me very much of Luna and Luna trying to defend the peg. The question is, will they be able to? Let me go in at 2204 just for the trade and open a 10x long here. And I'm not telling you guys this. I'm just doing this for fun for the competition. <clears throat> okay, let's have a look here. Okay, my order still hasn't been hit. My order still hasn't been hit. It's a 2205. See, they're defending it pretty hard. They're defending this, they're defending this peg really, really hard. Wonder if, I wonder if my, my order here will get hit. 20, there we go, 2205. You see, because if they are defending the if they are defending the $22 peg, then this is a good place to be, to buy it very close to $22 and then write it up. But you've got to do this with a stop loss because, because if they can't defend the $22, we've got a big problem. And I'm doing this without looking at... Uh, people are saying FTX have suspended withdrawals. I haven't seen that. Uh, in fact, all I've heard is that, that withdrawals are actually working. Um, I'm looking at our research group. Uh, let's have a look here to see if there's anything coming out. Meanwhile, my order is still in there, 2204. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see any news that, that Alameda has or FTX has, has suspended withdrawals. Okay, here is allegedly a piece of data that shows that Alameda is sending huge amounts of money into FTX. Um, Alameda is sending stable coins to FTX in size. Just 50 minutes ago, they received $56 million. $56 million. That was at 12.20 a.m., so it was about 40 minutes ago. Okay, we still haven't been hit. Our order still hasn't been hit. Still hasn't been hit. Let's keep watching this order. This could make or break my, my competition here. This could make or break my competition here. If you know anything that I don't know, let me know in the comments. You know, as I said to you, this is a developing story. Okay, bang, we've been hit. But only a little bit. Only a little bit. Only a little bit. We only got 40, we only got 40 uh, tokens of our 500 that we wanted. Okay. Come on, hit me. Come on. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, we, we filled. So we filled now. Now we're going to hope that, that they defend the peg. And if they do, well, this, is a, this could be a great trade for me in the trading competition. If they don't, I'll put a very tight stop loss. So I'll put in a stop loss. In fact, I'll put in that stop loss right now because I don't want to be caught out. I'll put in a stop loss at about 20, 21.75. Uh, That's a good stop loss for me. So I've got a stop loss uh, at 21.75, right now 22.04. Uh, let's see how this thing goes. This could make or break my trading competition because here I am, I'm in 15th position with 157% return. Um, I, was, I was in ninth position or 10th position earlier with 200. Um, yeah, look, you got, 
there's, there's three things that you can do here. The first thing is you can do nothing, which is great. Just sit and watch. And, and the majority of people, that is, uh, that is what you should be doing. If you think that FTX will come out of this, this is a great buying opportunity because FUD is always a great buying opportunity. And to be honest, I kind of think FTX will, get, will come out of this. This is not a serious enough attack for FTX to not come out of it. But I think this is a good warning that, that CZ has given FTX to say, don't mess with us and don't try and regulate the industry for your own good because that's not going to end well for you. That, that ain't going to end well for you. Um, all right, so uh, the third thing that you can do is if you don't believe this is going to happen, you can dump it. The problem is, the problem is that what, what's happened now is influencing the whole industry. So when this all started to go pear-shaped, the Bitcoin price went down. You can see Bitcoin is now under $20,000. Um, and the only reason why Bitcoin is under $20,000 is because of that. We have NASDAQ futures for tomorrow flat, as you can see. We have the Dixie at 111, so pretty flat. So the whole reason why this has gone down is because of the SBF and CZ wars. And this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity because if this does end by tomorrow, the market's going to fly. The market's going to go up on the news that this, this has ended. So you've got to decide which way you think it's going to go. And, and then you've got to have conviction in your decision. So you see now my position, I'm a little bit up. I'm 1% up because we're back at 2206. I'm going to hold that position. I've got a stop loss at 2175. I'm happy to hold that position at uh, $22. And let, let's, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. All righty, let's see if, if uh, we've got a few minutes if you guys want to do some Q&A. In the meantime, I'm monitoring our research group here. I don't see anything new coming into the research group. Um, yeah, I don't see anything new coming into the research group. Again, I want to remind you guys that none of this is financial advice. I don't know anything about this. Um, the reason why I'm telling people to get their money out of FTX is not because I have anything, any gripes against FTX. But to me, if I've got money in an exchange and... There's fight around the exchange, and I don't need to keep my money on the exchange. Well, why keep your money on the exchange? I just don't get it. Like, take your money out. Put it somewhere else where there's no fight. A lot of people are asking about Solana. Well, FTX own about $250 million of Solana. That's liquid, if I remember correctly. In fact, let's look at the tweet over here. Uh, $292 million of Solana. That's liquid. Um, I think... Uh, the 292 million is not a big enough number to move the market. I wouldn't worry about Sol. And I must say, having been here at Solana Breakpoint here in Lisbon in a bear market and seeing probably five to 10,000 people come to the event or the, the, the city or the multiple events, I think that Solana is at a point now where it's got a very unbreakable community and a lot of people are building on it. And I think it's a blockchain that's definitely here to stay. So that's, I think that's here. Someone says, can Alameda Research go bankrupt? Yeah. Of course they can. If, if they own illiquid tokens, and they do own illiquid tokens, they own a whole lot of illiquid tokens. I showed you guys that. Um, let's just quickly see if I can find you the balance sheet again. Uh, here we go. So the, the tokens that they hold are, are Serum, Maps, Oxy, and Feeder. Now, those are very, very, very illiquid tokens. Those are very illiquid tokens. That's the problem. So... Yeah, let's see how we're doing. We're still at 2204. They're managing to defend that level for us. Still there, still going well. All righty, guys, I will see you guys again tomorrow. If I don't see you guys again tomorrow, I'm going to go to Solana uh, Breakpoint tomorrow. There's a big speech by Render. So I'm going to be there at the Render speech. Um, I will see you guys. Someone says advice on FTT, advice on FTT holders. 
you got to make a decision. you got to make a decision whether you believe that they're going to come out of this or if they're not going to come out of it. If you think they're going to come out of it, then it's a buying opportunity. If you don't, then this is still a selling opportunity. It's up to you. It's, no one can tell you. Okay, now my position is slightly down because you see they, they, they're still very much protecting their $22 level. Very much protecting their $2 level aggressively. $22 level still being defended. It's great that we're watching this together. Um, we can watch and see if it breaks or if it doesn't. Still holding. Oh, there we go. It's broken down. Okay, now it gets interesting. Now it gets interesting. Here we go. It's broken down. 2190. 2187. Oof. Okay, there we go. That level's broken now. That level's broken. Now let's see. Can they bring that level up? Because now it becomes a war. Now it becomes a war between the shorters and, and the, those that are going short and those that are going long. Someone says, move your stop loss to 2158. I see 2190. I think I'm going to get stopped out here. Bang, stopped out. There we go. I've stopped out. Okay, let's see what the damage was there. Probably hasn't refreshed, but I just got stopped out. Damn. 2170. Okay, so that $22 level is now broken. I mean, it's, it, there's no other way to look at it. That $22 level is broken. Okay, let's keep watching. I mean, for those of you who can, let's let's start, let's stay watch this together. Uh, okay, there we go. Twenty one seventy five. It looks like it's trying to find its way back, but there's too much selling pressure. There's just too much selling pressure. Too much selling pressure. Bitcoin dominance is going down. That doesn't sound right. I would imagine at times like this, people are running into Bitcoin. Okay, it's, it's about, Bitcoin dominance is about steady. It's about steady. Yeah, you can see that the, the level here is broken. That level is now broken. But there will be a pump to get it back up. There will be a pump to get it back up. There we go. 21, 21.73, 21.74. The $22 level is now broken. And I guess, I don't know, maybe this is a case of steady lads deploying more capital. Maybe we'll get the tweet in a couple of secs. Okay, let's see if there's anything going here. Uh, the person who told me not to mention his name, I can see you. I can see you. I'm watching. I'm watching. I see, uh, I see there's something else in our research group which says, um, okay, let's have a look here. Okay, USDT on, okay, this is just the USDT on exchanges. Okay, let's see what's going on here. 
Still 2178, 2178. So again, it looks like it looks like that's what's happening at the moment. They they they're struggling to defend the $22 level. And again, as Dylan Leclerc said, he was wondering why why was this $22 level so important? I mean, it's important from a technical point of view. Why, but why did Caroline, who's the, the, the CEO of, of Alameda, why did she come out and exactly, exactly mention the $22 level? Why, 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 why did she come out and talk about that $22 level? It could be because, because, of the, uh, because of the technical level. But I don't think she's a technical analyst. I don't think she's looking at the 120-day the 120, the 120 uh, levels and stuff like that. <clears throat> Let's have a look here. So you see, he says, I literally can't believe that she tweeted out the exact 22 level, which is a 20-month support with nothing but air below. I don't know if that's, like, I'm thinking from Alameda's point of view, I don't think that she would have said, you know, I'm, I'm worried that this token is going to break a technical level. That doesn't sound right to me. It doesn't sound right. <clears throat> and again, I, I reiterate to you guys that, I don't have any inside information here. I'm only working on what I see on Twitter. So we're just putting the pieces together with what we see on Twitter. And based on that, you've got to make your own decisions here. You've got to make your own decisions as to where this is going. As I said, I think FTX comes out of this. I think that Sam Bankman-Fried comes out of this. I don't think this is a, a, a very big attack. But, you know, again, you've got to make your own decisions. Okay, where are we? We're 2184. We're 2184. Looks like it's going to go back over the $22 level. It looks like it's going to go back over the $22 level. <clears throat> uh, to the person who just WhatsApp me and said, I'm watching your stream. Don't say my name, but can you see this? Okay. Uh, what they're saying is they're saying the $800 million position in Sol is probably hedged out, which means that they borrowed Sol to forward sell the locked Sol. Caroline said that they had hedged positions. If they used FTT as collateral and they get margin called uh, the collateral holders sell FTT and buy Sol, which is effectively a short squeeze. I'm purely speculating. The 800 million also sounds high. Yes, it's exactly what we've spoken about. It's exactly, exactly what we've spoken about. We said that what's happened is that they've, they've printed this FTT. They've sent it to Alameda. Alameda has used it to hedge or to borrow against it. And now uh, there may be a short squeeze. So it says if they used FTT as collateral and they get margin called, the, co the, the collateral holders will sell FTT and effectively then they'd have to buy Solana. Could be speculation. Could be speculation. Um, <clears throat> okay, from a trading point of view, from a trading point of view, okay, let's have a look at Solana. We, have, we actually haven't looked at Solana. We should look at Solana. We looked at BNB. BNB is doing nothing. Again, Okay, so Solana is, I mean, it's not dumping hard. So that's a bit of an exaggeration. Although if you look at it on the four hour and you take it from its high, it was at $39. It's not $32 because again, people are worried that FTX are going to have to, um, are going to have to buy, uh, are going to have to sell their Solana to cover their margin calls, which is exactly what happened. If you remember with Luna, remember with Luna, what happened where they had to start selling all the other tokens to try and defend the peg. Maybe the same thing's happening here. Maybe in order to do that, that's why Solana is coming down. Now, we don't have any conclusive proof yet. This is all speculation. Um, someone said this is also an attack on Solana. Look, Sam Bankman-Fried is not Solana. Sam Bankman-Fried is an investor in Solana and an investor in the Sol ecosystem. And I think he's been very good for the Sol ecosystem. I think he's been a great investor for the Sol ecosystem. And I think that 
we need Sam Bankman Free to come out of this. And I, I think also, to be honest, we, none of us win when the two biggest people in crypto are fighting. When the two biggest exchange, exchange owners or two of the biggest exchange owners on, 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 in crypto are fighting, none of us win. None of us win. Uh, let's just see. Uh, there's another tweet that's just come through. Okay, here we go. There's another tweet that's just come through. It says, by the way, Coindesk never said Alameda was insolvent. That narrative was perpetuated by cringe sensationalists. We reported on Alameda's significant FTT holdings, a legitimate fact, while starting, while stating that the bullshit could be incomplete, oh, that the balance sheet, not bullshit, could be incomplete and gave both FTX and Alameda opportunities to comment. Reread my tweets. Okay, so this is now def defending the FUD. Um, okay, so someone says that they, because the soul that they have is locked and they've probably borrowed against, that means a short soul. Yes, they, they effectively are short Solana, which means it could actually create a buy. It could actually create a short squeeze in Solana. Okay, we're back over 22, which means we just got stopped out, but bang, we're back over 22. 22, 23. So they have managed to redefend the peg. I lost one position in the trading competition. Damn it. Damn, 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 damn. Damn, 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 damn. All right, guys, listen, I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Uh, until then, have fun. Trade well. Look after yourselves. Let me know also in the comments what you're doing. And remember, none of this was financial advice. I don't have any inside information. I'm purely speculating based on what I know and what I saw on Twitter. Uh, and I need you guys to stay safe out there. See you guys again tomorrow. Trade well, my friends.